everybody, and welcome to What's the Problem, the show that explores problems, scenarios, issues, concerns, really anything that's a, a hot topic discussion in the world of cybersecurity. Today, we are fortunate to have Jackie Lundby joining us. Jackie, say hello to our listeners. Hello, listeners. Good afternoon. All right, Jackie, let's get right into it. Tell our listeners why you are qualified to talk about cybersecurity. Oh, I've walked into cybersecurity the hard way. I've been doing cybersecurity for about six, going on seven years now. And um, I work with uh, different companies, uh, have a lot of SOC experience. I've taken several uh, certifications and assisted coworkers with with taking certifications. So uh, I can tell you a great deal about SOC security, cybersecurity experience. Well, I think our listeners are dying to hear it. So today we are not going to talk about a problem per se. Mm -hmm. Today we are going to explore uh, the advantages of doing training well within the uh, security operations center, within the SOC. So I think a lot of our listeners are going to hear that and go, well, duh, yeah, training, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, what are we talking about here? I'd like to go a little bit deeper with your, your experience and expertise, though, Jackie. Um, can you just get us started on that topic? Tell us a little bit about some of the advantages of a well-trained security operations center. What does that look like? Well, when you have a, a well-trained um, security operations center, you don't have to uh, actually worry about uh, a high turnover rate, which impacts the whole entire um, SOC team. When you bring a person in and you try to train them, sometimes it takes three, sometimes four months to train one person. So if that person should leave, then their work is going to fall on the other team members, which means they're going to have to, um, it's, it's a lot more work on them. So my problem is, my, my issue was when I worked in a SOC was the training. Um, I'm very familiar with the Comptia Security Plus. And um, I've taken that test um, years ago and I passed it. So when I had my first SOC job, their training entailed the, the security, the Comptia Security Plus. And I, I, I didn't understand why. And then after that, I was thrown out into what we call the, the SOC, or they call it a bubble. But in all that, what they went over with me, no one explained to me what I would actually see, how to apply those concepts and terms that I learned in Security Plus, and what I would actually see in the SOC. I mean, I know the terms of uh, phishing, virus, all, you know, all different types of malware, but in their environment, I didn't know what that looked like. When you Even, say, go ahead. sorry to cut in here, Jackie, just a clarifying question. You know, a mm-hmm. moment ago, you said, hire somebody new, bring them into the security operations center. You're, you're looking at a three to four month investment. Is that, is that a three to four month investment until they can start to recognize some of these uh, events uh, happening? Or is that just three to four months to like, get their feet under them and they still have more time to really start uh, to become, I would, I would use the term proficient at identifying threats and um, working it, through it, mitigation. 
Well, it, it varies. Some companies, some companies do it that way. They'll tag team you with somebody and you're able to look at what comes in um, in a sock and, and you have this coworker who's explaining this uh, to you. And that takes that takes a while because you know it kind of slows that that um the person who's training you down a little bit. So that that takes that takes a while. But each sock, each sock I've been in has has basically been different. And sometimes you just never know what you're gonna get. And I've had the experience where they actually went over a certification and and just um threw me out there and I was not familiar with the environment. Mm, okay. Um so and then I've had situations where um, I was told that, a, you know, a sim is all sims basically work the same. So since you've worked in a sim before, you should be pretty familiar with it, which is kind of true. But there are some things that are uh, there are some features uh, that are different in each sim. And I've had to I've been thrown out there and had to learn it on my own. But just mm-hmm. but when you do that to somebody just starting out in this field, that is scary. Yeah, what does that feel like? I mean, it, it's, it's stressful. You're getting popped at. Stressful. It's, it's, what else? Yes, it's very stressful. So what I've had to do on my time is reach out to uh, other coworkers who are, who've been in this field a lot longer than I have, who uh, have a lot more experience. I've had to reach out to people or YouTube, YouTube. You know, I even actually been in a job where you had to you had to work and train at the same time. I didn't quite get, understand that. Yeah. Well, what you talk about coworkers and, you know, online sources like YouTube helping to, to get you up to speed right. are some of the different products or solutions that you are uh, employing within the SOC. Do they have training that you felt was accessible? Like that it was either on demand or there was somebody you could call and they could step you through things. Um. The current position that I have now, I'll be honest with you, um, it's it's about the best experience I've had thus far in all the years that I've been in this. They make sure that I do have somebody to call if I run into a, a problem or something I do not understand. Um, because to me, each sock, each sock environment is 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 totally different. So, um, and they do things differently. And so with this current job, um, it's, they have everything, um, to me, it's very organized, laid out. Uh, really, I didn't have, I really didn't have too many questions. The only issue that I, only big thing I had to learn was their SIM. I had never used their SIM before, the, what they use. And uh, I had to learn their process and, um, and how to respond to their customers. But if I need to reach out to my, even a CISO, if I need to reach out to the CISO, I could. And I've never had that. Hmm. You know, he, yeah, he even offered, um, um, he wanted us to take the certification. He said, take, if you need to take some time off to, to prepare for that, you can. I was in shock because I'm so accustomed to training and working at the same time. Yeah, you're kind of like a bolting and screwing the wings onto the airplane as it's rolling down the runway. Um, right. And, and then like, we, we've got until the end of the runway to get this thing off the ground. Or there's going to be an incident. <laughs> and, and as I stated to you before, once before, um, I'm not making the money that I normally would make 
but I just love the company and what they what they how they go about doing things. Yeah, yeah, um, you did mention that to me before, and that's a good point to make of you know talking about that environment that you find yourself working in. Mm-hmm. You know, you heard you said that once, now you're saying it the second time. I'm, I'm hearing the repetition <laughs> there of you know it, it's not just about money. I could make more money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I would also pay for that. You know, right for a higher salary in the form of you know gray hairs and stress and <laughs> confusion and uh you know that that's just your personal uh yourself your yourself and if if you're feeling that way in that environment you're probably not the only one am i right right correct so now you've got this 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 um this bubble filled with colleagues who are all i shouldn't speak generally but I'll say many of them are in that bubble, in that same headspace, and they're really not feeling supported um, and not feeling like they're prepared. That's that's one thing that I've also heard in this interview today is mm-hmm. it's about being prepared, right? It's, it's preparing correct. for an exam or a cert. It's preparing correct. for responding to an incident. It's preparing um, to do tabletop games, you know, if it's just, you know, a simulation, Um but it's, it's about feeling like you are prepared to do your job. Correct. Correct. That is absolutely correct. Um, because working in a SOC, it, it can be stressful. I've been in situations where we've had um, uh, DDoS to come in, uh, where uh, a customer or a client's um, workstation or laptop was compromised and um, you I would go to the, uh, the the process as to what to do the SOPs and it's outdated. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's outdated. So what do you do then? If it's outdated, you kind of just I get on the phone. Around. I get on the phone. You know, I go to other coworkers. I say I went to the SOPs, but it's outdated. And in a situation like that, you need to move fast. You know, you really need to move fast before anything spreads or get get out of hand. But I've been in situations like that. It, and, and if it's not, you know, and I was making more money. And if that if that company doesn't have all this stuff together, it's not organized, it could be very, very stressful. And I, I just, I, don't, I can't do that. Would it be safe to, to say, and, and be honest with me here, mm-hmm. would it be safe to say that being with, being in a bubble that you feel prepared and supported Safe to say that there is a a reduction or a lower turnover than the average security operations center. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. okay, so mm-hmm. there is. Do you think it's like a, a wide margin, like a you know? It, it, even the, uh, my, my current company, those people have been there for a while, and I was impressed with that. Mm-hmm. You know, in a so sock, that's, that's that's unusual for a sock, to be honest with you. And that attracted you to to yes. want to be there. And so you said they've been here for a while, and I want to be part of that. Of course, yes, that's it. Okay, I'm, I'm drawing this, uh, the listeners can probably hear me, I'm drawing this correlation between, you know, the, the value and the benefits of being prepared, training, um, and the value, the business value of reducing turnover within your security operations center, people being more prepared to handle and address incidents, and uh, a whole lot fewer uh, 911 phone calls of, oh my gosh, we don't know what to do. <laughs> like, you know, there's something happening right now and every second counts and we don't know what to do because you know, we've got outdated That's training right. materials or right. SOPs or IRPs are out. You know, something is not there to, to 
the plan exists, but it's actually not really that useful for us right now. That's it. Okay. Okay. Well, leave the listeners with one, one more thought here. So I'll, I'll ask one final question about mm-hmm. training. Um, do you think that there is such thing as too much training? Can you be overtrained? No. no. All right. A one word answer. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just kind of went into like a deep, deep thought because the attackers out there, uh, in essence, at times are like two steps ahead of us. So um, I, I just can't see being having too much training or being overly prepared because they're out there and, and they're not going away. And I mean, no, no, I just don't see it. You have to stay trained in this field. You have to, it's continuous training and you have to stay ahead of the, the attackers. They're mm-hmm. not going anywhere. Now let's talk about training in a, in a different, uh, okay. different context here. And this is our final question of the podcast. You know, barbers have to get trained and hairstylists have to get trained. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still, you still see folks walk out of a salon or a barbershop and it's not looking that good. To be honest with you, sometimes it's kind of, it's just, it's bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you know, as a guest of the show, we always ask three questions. And the third one is, uh, you know, put a smile, be a little bit vulnerable, put yourself out there, put a smile on some of our listeners' faces. Tell our listeners about a terrible haircut you've had at some point. In your life. <laughs> uh, my barber, I do get my hair cut low. And my barber was booked and I had um, an interview. And this when you know, you would go on site to interview. And I had my nephew who was learning. He wants to be a, he wants to be a barber. And he was, you know, kind of learning and training. And I let him cut my hair. And I looked in the mirror and all I can say was, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. What have I done? <laughs> so so uh, I don't even think I could fix it. You know, I, I don't even think I could fix it. So I had to kind of explain it to the, to the people uh, uh, that was that was interviewing me what had happened. Well, they found it funny. But I showed up. I was dressed nice. I just had a terrible haircut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just had a terrible haircut. I'm like, never again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's. There's times to be brave, and there's other times when you you just got to know go with what you know, and that's that's one of those times where it's like, I'll come back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be by tomorrow. Don't worry about you know. Just you just you do you. I'm gonna be back. <laughs> yes, yes. You're right. I should have. <laughs> Well, Jackie, I so appreciate you joining the podcast and sharing some of your expertise with our listeners. It's not uncommon for the listeners to hear an episode and then they want to reach out and actually speak to one of the guest experts about something that he or she said or mm-hmm. just you know, anything on the topic of cybersecurity. If folks do want to get a hold of you, you know, what's an appropriate avenue for them to reach out? Is, is LinkedIn a good place for you or yes, you know, where are you I'm, comfortable? I'm always on LinkedIn. Yeah. Anything Perfect. that comes to me in LinkedIn and pops up on my phone. So LinkedIn is the best route to go. All right, listeners, you heard it here, Jackie, big LinkedIn uh, user, and we will make sure to include her LinkedIn profile in the show notes here. So if you want to reach out, you can reach out. 
And thank you so yeah. much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you making the time, Jackie. And to our listeners, we are always very grateful. Thank you for joining What's the Problem? The show that explores problems, situations, scenarios, and just those hot and sometimes cold button topics uh, in the world of cybersecurity. Until next time.